Hello everyone, welcome to episode 11 of Deploy the Garrison. We're on a little bit of a rerun here because I messed up and like, the recording didn't go well last time. So fortunately for the listeners, you're going to get a less self-indulgent uh, ramble fest. We're going to kind of be sharp on point. It's going to be a great show. I can feel it in my bones. So we're going to go alphabetically this time, not reverse alphabetical. So Alan, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, glad to hang out with you guys yet again. It's it's weird. It's like we just did this the other day. Yeah, twice in a week. It's great. I, I'm i just going to introduce myself. I'm Zach. I'm here. And I don't know how we always manage to record at my energy low points lately. I swear I'm okay, but man, I'm tired. <laughs> well, it, you I know, mean, if we catch you at your energy low points, we can keep up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the internet is ready for a full energy post-COVID, you know. It's a, a dad, dad now and doing all of his soccer training, Zach Matthews. I don't know if we're there. The internet's yeah. not ready. Today I have to. I, I, but I my one job. <laughs> got it all out with my sideline shouting. I, 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 I remembered just before I started a, uh, a diatribe there that were now a PG-13 podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So our officers' mess of this week is going to be focused on the revealed Star Championship kind of kit. What was it called? It was yeah, Star Championship 2023 tournament kit that was spoiled at Adepticon. And then the main topic is going to be the rest of the spoilers from Adepticon, with more of a focus on Ahsoka because we have more information for her we'll probably be relatively light on i mean we won't we'll jump in and give you hot hot takes on everything we can because we're idiots you know <laughs> like the rest of the podcasting world we just want to talk and for pretend that anyone's listening but we'll uh we'll try and keep it as focused as possible so this was initially something i inter interrupted our previous attempt at this podcast to have a side tangent about and I figured it was a nice um, like officer's mess kind of topic. So Star Championship 2023 tournament kit. We've finally got some, you know, some non-meme-y kind of events like uh, Dianogar and um, Dynamic Exit and all of those kind of very niche. Alternate weenie. play. Yeah. Um, I, so it, it was, you know, I understand AMG wanted to get that stuff off the ground when they were kind of getting their feet under them and, you know, getting their infrastructure going. So like, it's just weird to me because those are, I, they're so great. Those are always so great for like when you're in the rut, like, you know, we're doing our monthly tournaments and we're all playing and, you know, prepping for the next event or whatever. They were a nice change of pace. It was weird to start with them as we were getting back from the pandemic. But um, I at least personally don't blame AMG for the pandemic. Uh, I know some people do, but um. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited for the actual store championships to to pop back up. And Chris, this is where our uh, our, our argument started. So do you want to, I, I think it makes sense for you to take the lead on your thoughts? Yeah, you I, to kinda... no, I was more, I was going to try and fish, like, get Alan more involved on this one as well. And just like general thoughts, but yeah, we, we'll go there in a minute. Okay. But hey. I wanted to get a general feel for the, the kit existing and stuff first. And then we'll go on that. Um, that little rant and back and forth. But yeah, I think what it's about exciting. You I think it's exciting. Um, if nothing else, it's a lot of cool um, 
alt arts and an, an excuse to try and get people that, you know, when we have our monthly tournaments locally, you know, we have some regulars, but there isn't really anything on the line that makes the, the go hard guys really get involved. Um, yeah. Present company, because I'm a dumb try hard that brings stupid list all the time. Um, but it, it's interesting that they're doing in world's invites in yeah. the store level instead of like a regional thing. Um, well, I think doing prime from, champions uh, before from memory, the change that they announced was that it's going to be consolidated so that rather than having a bunch of star championships that tier into regionals, they're just going to have a bunch of regionals effectively. Right. Because makes sense. the number of stars in, in the East Coast US, stuff like that, that would get regionals and the amount of travel people could do to get them was disproportionate across like the rest of America, like the Midwest, Canada. Oh, uh, all yeah. of those kind of places where it was a lot harder to actually get there. Like you we, can hit in old in the, the oldie days, you could be in the UK and hit like three or four like hundred plus player star championship regional levels events in in a month in a single month without driving more than an hour. Now you know what I mean. It's yeah, it's very difficult to kind of balance that. So For... I'm I'm happy. It's more akin to, um, I don't remember what they were calling them with Legion. Um, we were doing the hyperspace trials for X-Wing where they were... Um, so where... Legion Legion started doing theirs uh, partway between when they were changing. So when it first started, the first couple were called Rally Point qualifiers, yeah. which was yeah. similar to that. And then right, you know, maybe a month or two after the first couple were starting to go out, uh, FFG changed everything over to the, like their prime champion, the grand yeah. champion, and all that stuff. So the one that I got my invite to, I we drove all the way down to Salt Lake City, um, and that was a prime champion. Um, yeah. And we went to another one in Spokane, that was also a prime. But you know, a couple months before, one of my other locals did his. I don't remember where it was. I want to say Coeur d'Alene, and that was a rally point that he won. Yeah. So. Yeah, the FFG track, I'm not going to lie, did get very confusing with the, the multiple paths to worlds and system open series and all that. So I'm happy that seems to be dead. I'm just going to say, yeah, OP kind of lost their mind toward the end of things. <laughs> like, I, I didn't, I'm not complaining about system opens, existing stuff like that. Yeah, just but, the naming convention and the rate at which Yeah, it, it got pretty confusing, not going to lie. It wasn't, it wasn't easy to keep track of a lot yeah. of the time. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm happy that this is going to be hopefully a lot more accessible. I believe you just have to be able to be a star and apply for one. And like, I think for player limits, fairly low. I think it's like 36 or something like that. Um, so that's pretty cool. Content wise, it looks like they've done the choice to make sure that there's something for every faction, which to me is better. Like. This is a hard one. I've only got X-Wing oh, yeah, they got as a bikes fight right there. Every faction can run bikes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean? And like the, the Inferno Squadron X-Wing yeah. regionals or whatever, or the FO ones. So if you didn't play FO, you're like, oh, great, whatever. Yeah. I, I better win to get the world's invite or I've got nothing. But yeah, like this feels like a, a better approach. Um, I'm not going to lie. A guy Saxon looks pretty sexy on that card. I'll, I'll take that, you know? be okay looks, looks pretty good i yeah, i also noticed when the boba fett you're marked safe from buying the um 
essentials kit too, or whatever it was called, the card pack. Sure, too. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mark safe. Mm-hmm. It also looks like they've got maybe some reprints on any of the errated like um, conditions and uh, deployments and stuff. I I don't know. From what I can make, like hostile, it looks like. I think. Right? Oh, does it? It looks like hostile environment. I thought it was limited visibility. So the the words sure look like limited viz, but um, I got my binder right here. It's pretty fuzzy. I'll give you that. But yeah, but so it looks like there's a condition card, which is great because everyone can use it. And then there's parks, and it's pointed out everyone can use. Yep. I'm hoping it's the eroded current versions of these cards because a couple of those conditions and deployments and objectives you would imagine i would be awfully yeah. surprised i yeah i agree because they they redid it when um the clone wars boxes were done all of the course at once got redone and updated but then these could be all yeah so arts the, and stuff. the place i'm going to take the conversation is obviously what zach touched on there we had a bit of a not heated because we don't really do that but a bit of a back and forth on um we save our actual fighting for when we go to other people's houses. Yeah, yeah, like Adepticon. Yeah, Chris and I are that couple that... Uh, or the fifth trooper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chris and I are that couple that you think is really struggling and you're worried you should call the police, but everything's perfect at home. Yeah. Um, we, we kind of had that back and forth, so my opinions on the... And I guess I'm going to take it for yeah. just a second because it was yeah. my comment, now that I'm thinking about it, that set you off. I'm trying to... Do this for uh, <laughs> a little yeah. from memory, yeah. Because um, I, I, I'm really excited. I, I think that store championships are a chance to. I, I think community organizers. Your main job is to get people out of their basement more than necessarily convert new players. Um, like obviously you want to draw in new players, but like I, I, at least my experience has been, you know, these things get bought off the shelves and never come back to the store. Um, and my my communities in the past have seen big growth after store championships. Um, you know, so this is a, an exciting opportunity for the stores to kind of rebuild after COVID. Um, and I hope I got, you know, close enough to what I said last time to set you up here, Chris, for your, your oh, counterpoints. The main, the main thing that's going to take a little bit of the venom out of it is that I'm not as annoyed at a random tangent about Star Championship kits as I was mm-hmm. when we recorded last time. So I think a lot of it might have not actually been about the kit, but we'll, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> well, um, you, made, you made a good point if you want to... Yeah, I, I am going to revisit it, but basically, mm-hmm. one of the things that I've always found with um, the, I don't want to say the people, because I don't like that. We've had this discussion in the past of grouping people into groups, but one of the issues that communities can have is that they become overly reliant on, like, what is the event, what's the prize support, what's the kit, and using it as a crutch. And uh, if you're, I, if you're a lazy TO or a lazy event coordinator, like, dare I say it, a, a bad store, you know, I, I don't like the fact the emphasis. I think is the correct word. I don't like the emphasis that is placed upon. AMG needing to give out new kits and stuff like that. I uh, I believe that if you if your community relies on official tournament prize support, is it really a community? Or is it just a group a group of competitive players who all play the same game? I think there's more to community building than feeding the that tournament mindset. And as a point out, I I just ran an X Wing event today at like 
and afterwards we had 11 people so i dropped and just ran the event but like four of us went went out to a bar afterwards and had a drink and ordered pizza and hung out for a little bit afterwards and like people are like oh, so i can't commit we'll make sure we do it next time or like i was saying when we previously tried to record this we've been doing um a beer and aces night for x-wing where it's like we're just pushing a ship a single ship around each not really playing a game of x-wing but you're you're all out together sat around the same table and kind of bridging that gap between being people who play the same game in a room cool. together to being a community and yeah in my headspace at the moment that's more of a focus for me than what swag do i need to draw in players well so. and- you know, t- the follow-up on that is you're right that it's it's tough. It's on the stores or, you know, advocates to... Oh, hello, princess. Sorry, cat visit. <laughs> um, it is on the stores to retain people after that, to, you know, make sure the new people looking in who are interested, um, you know, get pointed in the right direction and get helped out and, you know, make buys. Um yeah. But like I said, I, I have found the biggest thing is that the the store champ kits will do is get the people who, you know, have been playing their buddies in their basement out to, you know, come check out the store. And then it's up to you to retain it. Um, you know, random community building tip, maybe be ready to have a league going or, you know, other events advertised in the store when you're there or when, you know, when you've got your store champs going. Um because yeah. like yeah, stores stores can botch it, um, and you know, uh, sorry, I'm very distracted now by the kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, it, if you're a store, you need to be putting on your best your best foot forward, your best game face or whatever. You yeah. know, make sure the store is a good environment to play in. Um, you know, cool. I've I've seen communities grow from store championships. Uh, we got kicked out of a store championship for ladies' night and had to do the final table at a store once and um they don't play games at they don't play star wars games at that store anymore as far as i know uh so yeah. like i said it's there's, it's it's your showtime yeah yeah um, there's also some some responsibility that the community organizers have as well yeah the store has to be a welcoming and good place and for example my local store is great they are very accommodating they have a great space People are great. I mean, I mean, the warm hammer people are there, but you know, they they do a good job. We we share the space well. Um, we make our cracks about each other's game systems all the time, and it's it's a good time, even with people that aren't playing Legion. Um, they will schedule time for us to run our tournaments. They will order stuff for us, but the store itself doesn't really do a lot of organizing outside of that. If they have the kits, they'll advertise it more often, and I think having these kits is going to be helpful with that because it's like, hey, we have our store championship kit. They'll advertise it three or four months out. And then we have something as our group players, hey, the tournament's coming up, let's get prepped for it rather than, you know, it's our monthly tournament. Uh, we're kind of getting bored of the, the standard play. Why don't we do something goofy? I mean, we've been playing standard Legion the last couple months and this month we're like, eh, let's mix it up. Let's do a... a uh, split into two teams and we'll just hash it out at, for a game. So we ended up with six people and we played three on three. That, yeah, it was guys, a blast. You found, you found the Dark Trooper counter. Uh, I found the Dark Trooper counter. It turns oh. out it's uh, 
two T-47s, two FDs, a ATST, and a GAV. Also, yeah. putting one of the FDs in the GAV, good so choice. If, if you're at home and you're frustrated with uh, Dark Troopers, just start your list building there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's it's so tough because the one thing that I can't blame the stars necessarily for, you need a passionate community leader who's going to put in the work and put in the effort. Um, it, it's it's just as much it, it. You can't you know a store, you can't screen for that. Hobby stores don't pay well enough to. Hey, I need you to make it this your you know your life's work to to grow this community and and make it big like. It, I assume the income's not enough in that, um, you know, may, maybe game store man owners are just as bad with their money as game store players. And, you know, they're just using all that income to build their 40K armies and magic collections. But, like, I mean, I'm watching it happen in real time right now is um, I drive out to Madison, which is about an hour from me, um, not as often as I would like to, to play Legion out there because they have an incredible community. And the store kind of sucks to the point where the store just, we, we've been playing Wednesdays, Fridays, and the store's like, well, we want to grow 40K on Fridays, so you guys can't come out anymore. Like, they, they have empty tables and have told us not to play there. And there's a great community leader out there, and the guys are literally shepherding that community to another store. Um, and that speaks to how good they have it there. Um, Milwaukee, we're trying to get our community back on the map, and I don't have the energy to run two communities, or maybe even one right now. Um, so that is entirely on other people, but Warpstorm does have a tournament coming up. Um, can't remember if it's next weekend or the one after. Uh, just go to Game Uplink and search Somehow Milwaukee Legion Returned, um, and it'll be in there. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to see that grow. Um and, you know, it's going to be just as much up to whoever takes the reins in the community as it is necessarily the store. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're right, Chris. Like, the stores in the community shouldn't just be going, well, we can't do anything because they haven't sent us anything. Like, our X-Wing community was amazing um, yeah. way back when because we had uh, Will and Chris uh, coming up with all these cool off-the-wall formats. And we had a lot of people who liked playing both versions of you know whatever yeah like legion's been growing for us like before this kit and like we've run weeks we've done and like weeks are hard work on an organizer it yeah. herding cats is not fun but like brian stepped up and did the work and it's been great and he, you know what i mean it, we've had just growth and people coming out and playing and being there every week and making sure Putting posts up on the Facebook group if anyone wants anyone will fancy a game, we'll go down to a store, try this store, and bringing our own terrain to places. So you're not you like say it is that putting your best foot forwards. You're not playing on a forty k table with dodgy painted store terrain. You've got nice tables that people put effort into. And it looks like Star Wars, and you're doing all that stuff. I think to me that's more important to building a community than. This is harsh, and I'm, and it's tongue in cheek. So take it in the, the tone it is meant. But you know, those twelve to eighteen, twenty-four sweaty guys, hardcore playing a tournament. If if you walk into that, it doesn't matter how cool the models look on the table. 
not necessarily going to be the draw to come and play a fun game with Star Wars Stories. Pew pew. A hundred percent. The club, the club night is more important for that kind of thing. You know what I mean? But there you go. There's my my uh, diatribe on um, why the Star Championship kit isn't the savior of Legion and isn't going to put it all back on the map. But as I said, I'm happy about it. It looks cool. I'm not trying to knock it. I'm not trying to knock people whose focus is tournament play and just offering a conversation out there, which hopefully we got some of the uh, the magic of the one that will never be. Mm-hmm. But there it is. Any other closing thoughts before we go on to main topic? No, oh, that, that covers it for me. I'm excited. Good. I think it'll be fun. Good, good. Okay, so we have a bunch of cards that were spoiled. We did say on the last show that we're going to try and leave it until this one in the hope that we got some articles. We only got one article, so that's going to be the focus. I'm going to start off with Ahsoka. We'll go through go through the cards, go through command cards, and give thoughts on that. Then we're going to briefly touch on Bright Tree Village, uh, just because we have stuff, some stuff, but not really enough to make real statements on. And then we'll just gush over um, some of the other like, scopes that we've had spoiled with no rules, and um, call it a day after that. So. Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum. The first thing I thought that we didn't really touch on in the last one, which is why I'm happy for a redo in some sense. Do you not just want like uh, um, Republic Ahsoka? That's the first sentence. I don't want it. Don't care about don't... Republic. Yeah. No, I just I remember thinking my my thing we is... didn't. Co- I remember thinking that we didn't talk about it. That's all. So yeah, my my thing is on the idea of a Republic Ahsoka. I mean, I know they said they're gonna do it, but like she was in my memory of her, other than toward the end, basically like when she becomes no Jedi, like that's kind of when that's... she would be like a legitimate Legion unit. Otherwise, she's more like a Grogu level upgrade for Anakin to take. I wouldn't. I think that's harsh. I think she's I think, she's way I more think, capable than Urgu. I mean, she's no, but like, I just don't know how you like make her a fully fleshed out. I would like, like to Legion see her in, as a, an operative level. So think this is going to sound weird, like, but like, think for Mando level character who's more tilted to like lightsaber offense with very weak defense. Yeah, for around about that kind of price point. It's work because an operative, obviously. Um, I think that's something that Republic. I don't know that any faction really has that, that glass cannon operative. I don't know. Um, um some people are some people are arguing that that's kind of where Asajj is, but yeah, she I hasn't been exactly. out long enough. She's very glass cannony. Yeah, um, I would like it to come in Sure. Yeah, uh, but I'm thinking that a che- that cheaper for a force user that that cheaper points yeah. level. Like, give her one force slot so you can take What's, your force push. At what point does access to force push become too cheap to, and it breaks the game is the next question we get to ask. So for me, that becomes a force push problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're yeah. not going to let me make Ahsoka Padawan a fun unit because force push exists, there's an easy way to fix that. Because <laughs> I'm happy to just make force push not exist, you know? Because yeah. it's gone. Poof, you easy. you want to move stuff? I you think take Vader. I think getting rid of force push entirely is probably not the answer. But oh, no, maybe it, saying, maybe if, it's, maybe instead of it's exhaust, it's expend. 
You get Still, you get one force push. I mean, the ins and outs of force push is probably a, home, a main topic of its own. Yeah, main topic <laughs> of its own. There's yeah. a cool channel where you can talk about homebrew in the main Discord. It's called Competitive Chat, and that's a good place to talk about homebrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, they will all so love you forever if that you go do that. I'm it's... going to go and read you some card now. So we have Revel card, Sokotano Fulcrum, who is an operative with a unit size of one. 165 points. She has six health, three courage. She surges to crit, speed two. She has Ahsoka's white sabers, which is two red, two black, two white with impact two and pierce two. And there's a melee attack. Malay. Is that how you say it in England? Malay. Malay. Malady. Malaise. Is, it, is that not right? How would you say it then? Melee? Melee. Melee. Or melee. Malay. Malay. I don't know. Whatever. I'm trying to enunciate and speak correctly. I have you know. So we have two force upgrades and two training upgrades for Soka. She also has jump two on her card. She has charge, defend one, deflect, immune pierce, and jakari mastery. While performing a melee attack, you may spend any number of dodge tokens. For each dodge token spent, improve one attack die result. So it's oh. uh, same as um, oh, oh, I did name. Say she, ro- she doesn't roll a re- uh, she rolls a red a red defense. I didn't mention mm-hmm. the red defense. Yep. It's always something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Asajj yeah. is a um, mastery is the same. Yeah. Yep. That are both. It's the the two in the Star Wars Wars that two handed fighting style. Yeah. But um, for us, you spend dodges like marksman suit, which is yeah. pretty neat. I you know we didn't really talk about Asajj a whole lot. I don't think, but I think it's a neat keyword. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we just bring into the fact that we I mentioned it on the last recording, which doesn't help us. We have an Asajj that we're going to give away to a patron as well, aren't we? So um, I have an Asajj model that will be given away. We'll pick someone at the end of the month. So you've got we should, 15 we should, days. We should pick someone on, you know, right around the May 4th. <laughs> oh, there That's you go. Yeah, we could give Asajj away on May 4th. I mean, alternatively, we could give Asajj away this month. And I could probably give something else away on May 4th. But, you know, that's a nah. different conversation. We, we can talk about that later. But as Deployer Garrison, we have an Asajj Ventress model that we will be giving away. So if you're also, a patron on the Dice Hate Patreon, the link's in the show notes, you have a chance of winning. And considering that Zach and Alan are both patrons and aren't eligible to win because that would be a little bit dodgy, your chances are good. Let's just say that. Um... Regardless of what we're going to move on to later, talking about Ahsoka, I actually like this package. I know you were saying, Zach, last time that she's got Obi-Wan's lightsaber, so yeah. you're a little bit concerned about the uh, the damage output, but I think Jakari Mastery kind of helps that a little bit, and it kind of forces a focus. You've got to shoot her to get rid of the dodge tokens. Sure. But well, then you're activating Deflect, or you're going to let her kind of get into other- you and... The other thing she has over um, Obi-Wan is she has Surge Crit just natively. Yeah. Whereas Obi-Wan had Crit 2, Critical 2. So yeah. 
you know, there are those times where you're just like, I rolled three crits. I guess I don't get all my stuff. Yeah, you're. you're yeah. Whereas three, here, three searches, you just, I assume. Yeah. yeah, three searches. Yeah, you get three searches and then you're sad. It's but it's here, rare, but it can happen, gets, especially yeah. when we get to it. Her one pips. The one thing that I thought was a little sad about her is she's charged and not relentless. So, because I was like, oh, she doesn't have ma so she also doesn't have master of the force. So I was like, oh well, there. All right, I'm just throwing out saber throw now. Not not taking it. Yeah, it's yeah. probably not ideal. And bring for a her Jedi anyway. to move and attack. Um. Hmm. Would I take saber throw on a silk on? I because I'm a huge fan of saber throw on all saber wielders. You also right, can't like, jarkai mastery saber throw. Oh, uh, I know, I know. Uh, but just but you're gonna be rolling two red and a black. It. Yeah, because you pick half of your dice, so you probably don't need to improve those too much. But yeah, I don't know. I think hmm, yeah, it's an interesting one, Zach. I I probably would still take it because I'm bad at the game. And I like that. Oh, I've got to. I don't want to bring my Jedi. I'm scared. I'm just going to go over here and save and throw that unit from behind this tree. It'll be fine. I, I I still haven't decided. Like the ranged attack. So Ob Vader's the Force user I've played the most. Uh, as as you two know. Um, I don't know if our listeners know about my storied career of playing in basements. Uh, <laughs> and I almost do feel like occasionally. That um that force throw I like force throw because I never have to think about saber throw, but I almost feel like it's a trap sometimes because it's like it almost baits me into going for plays I shouldn't to get it off. Uh, yeah. it's, it's weird because it's like it's but it's really good sometimes. You know I've finished off a lot of random units. It's hilarious uh, if you manage to just <laughs> stray some scout troopers or a, a sniper team on your way in. You know, <laughs> sorry, no low profile for you. Get out of here. <laughs> um, Blast. Like, it is occasionally really good. Um, but yeah, you you generally want to be doing the mulching. Yeah. With the lightsabers. And uh, she's, I, I think you're going to end up taking tenacity on her most often. She's got six health, so she can afford to take a damage. Um, you You do want to... You do want to get that damage out, though, so, like, I, I think it's the right call. I, I'm back and forth on force speed on, on her as well, because that's, um, yeah, that's I was a massive call it the right thing. I, I, I think speed, I don't know. With, with speed two jump, I think and you're okay jump with two. it. jump yeah. two. Yeah, speed two and jump two. Yep. Yeah. I think it, it'd be good for a dive, um, especially I, because she doesn't have um mastery of the force yeah. um it's you get more value out of either expending force powers or ones that don't expend yeah so it, it's kind of the commander luke problem opportunity whatever you want to call it yeah. um so this is a, a little i'm not segue. a force user player so yeah you can ignore everything that i say she um because she has a card that gives her recover and I think her two most natural pairings are um, obviously Sabine, um, but also Cassian. And both of them have... Uh, Sabine does have a reco uh, recovery card, right? Am I remembering right? Or did I forget how Sabine works? I don't know. <laughs> no, Sabine... Not a rebel player, card. remember. Do not remember tirades of not a rebel player. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you are the, our resident rebel player. Yeah, so uh, the reason I particularly like um, Cassian is for the free recover, so you get two re- free recovers. And if you're playing her in a cagier fashion anyway, you're probably going to have a round where you recover early. So, like, um, Force Barrier is another popular one. Because um, I do think she sort of lends herself well to playing with a gun line. I think A New Beginning... Um, I think Rebel Vets really like that, actually. Um, d- because you can, you know, you, you hand it to a Rebel Vet squad, and now you've got an aim and a dodge. Um, so you can take a second of either, or move up and have an aim shot, plus a dodge. You know, plus they, they clean your bag out even further. Um, and it, because she's not quite the, like, she's she's not a melee monster the way that, like, uh, a Luke or a Vader is... I, you're probably playing her more in that defensive force user in a gunline archetype anyway than like a melee skew. I don't, I've I've built a couple different lists, but I've had like a really rough work week, so I haven't tried to figure out what like Ahsoka with a Tauntaun skew looks like, um, or like a Wookie skew. I think Tauns are a little better than um, Wookies right now if you're trying to distract stuff, which makes me sad because I love how my Wookies are painted. Um. I, but yeah, before I, we, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say before we get too far because you already mentioned a couple of her cards. We haven't read any of them. Yeah, no, we're gonna get there. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can do that now if you like. Yeah, I guess we'll read her cards. Yeah. Okay. So we have uh, I am no Jedi, Ahsoka Tano. It is a one pip, and it gives Ahsoka Tano an order. Ahsoka Tano gains Agile one. While attacking during the form attack pool step, Ahsoka Tano adds one white die to her pool for each dodge token she has to a maximum of three. So, I know last time I went through all of them and then people complained at me. So, what what's the um, thoughts on I Am No Jedi? Seems all right. Um, I mean, Agile is cool. So, but... some of the stuff I just said you get to throw out with this card um, because that is a nice spike damage card for her. Uh, yep. Particularly, and this may really is the payoff for her surge crit um, since you're just as likely to roll a, a surge as any other positive result on a white die. Yeah. yeah. It also goes with her dark high, especially she charges in, you know, move, move. That's two extra dodges. So we have a three pit, which is a new beginning. It gives a Sokotano and two units an order. At the start of a Sokotano's activation, she recovers. When Ahsoka Tano issues an order to a small base trooper unit, that unit gains either one aim token or one dodge token, and Ahsoka Tano gains Inspire 2. So, yeah, there's a lot on there. Does uh, does a decent amount. I, I always like the fact that the three pips have so many words. <laughs> I uh... Play me, you coward, play me! <laughs> this is the one um, that I do really like. Yeah, like I said, I, I think it just works with the gun lines really well. Um, you know, Inspire 2 is nice to help deal with suppression. Uh, especially, you know, this card gets stronger as the game goes on, but it can, you know, if you're using Ahsoka in the gun line, like this is your your opening volley turn of combat. Um, you don't really, you don't have to blow some of her other cards to to start making a big impact on the game. Yeah. I I like it as well. I think it, it's a good spread of units. It it's a good ability to give them stuff and then inspire two and her recovering is just it's it's good at multiple points in the game for me. 
So like, I I don't know that I'd be sad if I used it on a turn just to get aim tokens out where I needed them for an offensive turn. You know what I mean? I feel like there's enough in there to to just be useful at multiple points and not feel overly bad. So, she definitely then, seems to lean towards being a more support focused force user rather than a playmaker like um Jedi you. Luke would be. Yeah. Well that's the thing. Or, She's that's what I like about her because all these cards are like they set up plays, um, but she's not a mulcher. She's right. she's definitely um, a surgical tool. Which surgical tools are so anathema to who I am as a person? I couldn't name one off the top of my head. Is the scalpel? Is that the surgical tool people use? Yeah, that that, that would be the term. term. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like Boba Fett would be a scalpel unit, um, okay. more of an offensive type. Um, I need a hammer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like be... burst of speed, tenacity, hunter, and then do what you want, man. I don't really care anymore for your last force power. It's still a. It's still force push. It's still force push. Yeah. Like, that covers a lot of ground, gets you into combat, and if you, you're going to deal out wounds, and I think she becomes a sneaky bit of an assassin there. Mm hmm. Like, yeah, that's she's the thing. Gonna... So, like, that and, I, you know, I am no Jedi sets that up. Yeah. Um, we're gonna just keep bouncing back and forth across the card spread. I'll read Family Reunion because nothing's stronger than family. So, I was gonna leave that until last because it's a it's been one. All right, so fine, I, we'll, we'll, fine. We'll do Swift Protector first. We don't do okay. that to family, but uh, I'll allow it. I, I'm gonna jump in, walk all over your family, and then realize that we're a family, and you know we should oh. be nicer to each other. So her final solo card that doesn't require a Sabine, as Zach insinuated there, uh, is Swift Protector. It is a two-pip, and obviously Ahsoka Tano, it gives her an order. Ahsoka Tano gains Guardian 2. When another friendly small base trooper unit at range 1 of Ahsoka Tano is declared as a defending unit, it may gain one dodge token. I really like this for Rebels. Yeah. There's a, a lot of um, interplay with a bunch of Rebel stuff in there. Guardian two on top of her Guardian one already. Oh, defend one. That's that. What is defend one now? My going defend one and gives gives uh, her a dodge. Uh, if she gets an order. an order, she gets a dodge. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you Guardian know, I am two. just realizing all her cards that benefit other units say small base trooper. So yeah. I guess maybe we aren't playing Ahsoka and Tons. We'll play Ahsoka and Wookiees if we want to do a melee skew. There you but go. I still don't know if it's a great idea, but now I'm at least thinking about it. Yay, Wookiees get to play in Rebels. <laughs> no, I I think just okay, this is a bold statement. I don't know that it helps. It doesn't fix Rebel Troopers, okay? I'm not that's not what I'm saying. But I think Ahsoka does a lot to help them. And if they get any help from like if there's a points change again or they get a slight buff from anywhere else, I think Rebels get real interesting real quick. So this is a turn one or turn six card is how I read it. Um, because you either have something that you're worried about getting, you know, barrage or whatever on the opening turn. Um, so like a or, blizzard force. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you, you turn around and it's, it's turn six and you need to keep something alive. So like, it's a good piece of utility in her kit to have. Um, yeah, I, I'd use this turn one and a heartbeat because I'm an internacity. 
Fair. Yeah. Why? Well, Folks, the damage. Got, oh, you've yeah. activated my trap card. Yeah. Why? Well, that's that's what I mean. It, it it just puts a bunch of. I think did we talk about this in private at AdeptCon, or was it something we said on one of the shows? But giving your opponent the opportunity to make bad choices, like just presenting. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Decisions. I feel like I feel like if I can. Well, I can't remember. You don't have to be in line of sight for Guardian, right? Like, you have to be able to see the unit. The enemy doesn't have to be able to see you. Correct. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was going to say, because if you can see Ahsoka, and you you're just going to shoot Ahsoka. Him, you, you're just going to shoot her. Um, but, yeah, she can she can soak a little off is the answer. Yeah. No, I like it. I think it's definitely something that I would gravitate towards playing early because I'm bad at the game. Zach's probably closer to correct than I am, in that you can save it for like a mid to late turn where you've got a, sp- a need to protect a specific unit at a specific time. But yeah, I I think you will get value from this activating it early just to trigger tenacity because she gets only gets scarier. So, yeah, okay. And then we'll go. Do you want to do family reunion, Zach? I'll let you. I'll, sure. I'll gift it to you. Family reunion. It's a two pip. Ahsoka Tano. It targets Ahsoka Tano and Sabine Wren. Ahsoka gains teamwork. Sabine Wren. At the start of Ahsoka Tano's action, Sabine Wren may perform a two speed move. At the start of Sabine Wren's activation, Ahsoka Tano may perform a two speed move. Um. So yeah, obviously the teamwork synergy is nice, especially because Sabine already probably wants to carry up close and personal. Um. And uh, Sabine's two pip is pretty niche. So it's an easy cut if you're bringing Ahsoka and Sabine. Um, you know, the, the main downside is you're you're sort of back to to two scalpels a little bit there. Um, but boy, it makes them really mobile. And then the thing I brain farted on, I'm glad I just looked at this again. So obviously teamwork, you have to be one to two. But that free move is not range limited. Um, so, like, they that can is be... True. They can Opposite be on the other of the board. sides of the board doing whatever and get those free moves. Um, they could even use those moves to move into range one or two. Yeah, to, to turn on the teamwork effect. Um, and then just a minor one. Ahsoka gets teamwork Sabine. It doesn't give Sabine teamwork Ahsoka. Um, yeah. I I know some people were like getting silly into thinking about that card, but that's that's one of the ones where you've got to, you know, it's worth the read, so you don't imagine what it does, and realize it does something. Oh, very but, I mean, it, there's a Death Star laser on my copy. Don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> right? Um, oh I I like it. I don't like it enough to run Ahsoka and Sabine at printed costs. Um, I'm not sure that, and I could be wrong. Um, you know, I may be better than Chris, but that's still not very good. Uh, <laughs> oh, it, you you end up because you almost definitely want to bring. Um, Clan ran along because they play so well with Sabine. Um, but you're either at Penax with a lot of naked, you know, you're taking three rebel troopers, you might get one heavy between the three of them and a generic commander, or um, you're at Ninax. And I, even with pass, that's a little bit scary when you've got units that feel more like scalpels. Uh, I mean, Sabine's pretty durable. Um, so maybe she does change the math on that, but I, I, I've played in the builder and at, at current point costs, I just, 
Um, I, you know, I've said a few times I really think Cassie and Ahsoka play great together because she gives you that you know force user gum line. Um, and I, I do just I, I keep going back to I I, I think that's better than um, better than Sabine. But if Sabine and or Clan Ren come down in points or you know Rebels can free up points elsewhere, I'm I'm definitely interested more interested in that. Hmm. I don't know. This is definitely me being bad at the game and not having played or played Rebels at all, really. But Sabine just scares me as a, a piece that I need to use. I, when Bubba Fett feels easier to use, you're probably, you know, walking a very fine line here. Yeah. Talking about your scalpel earlier. I think Sabine is very, uh, not, not open pro- to a lot of mistakes, I would say. I, I will say pro tip, don't use your scalpel as a hammer. Doesn't go well. I mean, Sabine does have these surging red saves and impervious, and she's mobile, so, like, it is hard for your opponent to get a lot of good shots on her, enough to kill her. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, there, there's definitely a probably a, a higher skill floor there to, to run in that, um, and I, I do just, you know... She is not cheap. And we poo-poo Din Djarin, and, like, he's, he does more than Sabine. Yeah, unironically, I should say, I was looking at Din and Ahsoka more than I was looking at Sabine and Ahsoka. Yeah. So, just solve that force push problem just a little. Yeah. The problem is without the without uh, Master the Force, that is a really taxed uh, force push. You're going to start to feel like your actions are getting stolen from you because you're recovering just for more force pushes. Um. Yeah, I suppose. You know, only one of those two gets the uh, the dark saber, so might as well be uh, Sabine. You know. Yep. Well, I don't know. Can we can we do Mando spoilers? <laughs> no, not yet. We, no, no. We, we spoke about Negative it that Ghost Rider. I uh, I got caught up, so. Okay, but no, we we uh, I can't remember what I said, but um, yeah, we're good. Okay. So um, what we can do spoilers for, however, is um. Ewoks and Bright Tree Village and all of that. So I just want to. Oh, what a segue, Chris! What a segue! I've been doing this I for a long time now. Yeah, that was it good. doesn't land as well if you just keep pointing it out, though. Yeah, I don't care. I'm I'm proud of him. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> so shall we start with the Ewoks? Because we, as we said at the start, we're just going to blast all of these. Not even really go into the cards too much until we get more context to them. I think last time we spoke a little bit about Wicket and that he might be sleeper good in like just normal rebels. Yeah, I mean, I think people are starting to key in on that. Um, this is no longer my my brilliant uh, one of one NFT insight. Um, oh. Just because, yeah, like rebels, I, rebel, you're not going to spend that. You know, seventy points is like what a good heavy core would run you. You're not going to yeah. spend it on that. Um, his ability, you know, he's got uh, Pierce on a melee weapon, Surge Crit. Uh, he's Relentless. Um, and then he's got the Pierce 1 and Sharpshooter 2 gun combo. I'm pretty yeah. sure Primitive is just Reverse Impact to turn one or all of your dice. I mean, it is one. Um, yeah. Down Crits into hits, probably. Armor. I, it's what we, we had a big discussion on it last time, and that's where we landed. But we're going to cut yeah. it short and just come out with that up front this time. I guess the the question will be, does it work against dodges or not? Right, like yeah. Is, but yeah, that'll be 
we'll find out. Um, either way, yeah. But the hope is there is a if the um, um, if the opponent has armor, turn. Uh, yeah, yeah. If the tank has the armor keyword, turn all crits to hits or something. Is yeah. where I would hope it is, but yeah, we'll see. Whatever. All, all one. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got three uh, training slots too, so you can just load them up with whatever you want. Yeah, we we, we tried to build out the most expensive wicket. You guys missed out. You, but you know, you've got the internet too. It, go, it wasn't. Go it it wasn't a lot. <laughs> it was still too much. <laughs> um, we, we didn't really that... touch the command cards. We're not going to go through those. Yeah, we um, noted that three PO I'm just going to say taken in bright tree. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Which um, I think is right. Forty point yeah. commander is probably too too cheap. Yeah, even if he is I mean, he's got no weapon and he's pretty useless, but like I mean sometimes and very squishy. Oh, and no slots. Um yeah. he's good yeah. at telling stories though. It's fine. Yeah. Stories. Um yeah, like we've we've got some command cards as well, which we're not gonna bother reading. Like and without context for like for me anyway, the main things are Points cost for the what units, uh, whether they will take up uh, your uh, compulsory slots or not, whether the battle force actually has access to like rebel veterans and like good, yeah. right, good rebel troops or not. Because if, well, it, if it is all Ewoks, we're probably gonna have a sad time. So, um, my, my wish list because they I, presumably you're not gonna be able to take rebel vets, which are you know the good ones. Um, so the two things I hope for is I assume you'll be able to take commandos, which are pretty good. Uh, yeah, Rebel commandos, I would expect to be there, but not strike teams. And I mean, maybe this is the moment for the SX-21 shotgun that uh, is sneaky good in the right close range skews. Uh, what, giving it got... to the Ewoks, you mean? Like, like, Ewoks get remnant and they can take any heavy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, I was going to say, maybe you can take some amount of Rebel troopers. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if you can take Ewok troops in other armies yeah, or if it's I, just Wicket. I hope not. And we, we had a whole conversation on this, but yeah. I mean, do you think it would affect sales on this on this box if you can only take Ewoks as Ewoks? For um the Bright Tree Village? I mean Yeah. I assume it would be higher than Maul's Mandos. They would sell more than Maul's Mandos do. Yeah. I everyone loves their murder bears. I think the second There's a you lot get of one excitement. box, yeah, like once you get one box of Ewoks, I feel like you're probably getting more than one anyway. So you probably just, I, I feel like this could be a self-contained faction for like ninety-nine percent of it, and still be good. But you know, I'm open to being wrong. It's fine. Like I, mean, I suppose I wouldn't even be wrong if you can take it in take them in rebels but like i don't want with one thing i don't i don't want to see chewbacca in an ats in rebels yeah I, I would like i think it would take away some of the fun for me of the battle force if that makes any sense yeah you want you want some stuff to be special to the battle force i think that's yeah. pretty that's i'll pretty tell you what take. if uh the best atst in the game ends up being chewbacca you can bet your ass i'm going to be a rebel player real quick oh yeah i'm excited for you to paint all the ewoks the one thing i'm struggling with right like i i am a rebel player at heart but i also have despite being a sweaty tryhard you know i have a hipster streak i've been playing 
you know, the hipster list that is Blizzard Force for a while. So, like, <laughs> I'm looking at all my Rebel models that I'm excited to get out, and I'm like, oh, but wait a second, uh, there's all this hype for all these Rebels. Uh, is the hipster in me gonna make me go back over to, uh... More Blizzard Force? Yeah, to just keep playing, to keep playing Empire here? I don't know. <laughs> I, I am not a hipster. I'm a trend follower because, you know, I just don't have time in my life to build lists. Someone else build it for me and I'll Dude, play list it. building in Legion is hard. Like I uh, the number of games that I have like just totally thrown um for myself by like oh here's a, a net list but I'll tweak it a little and I've missed some fundamental point and just like now I'm like, wow, cool, I'm trapped in a three hour Legion game. That I've completely ruined for myself with a suboptimal list. And your opponent's back. Don't forget you ruined it for your opponent as well, because they wanted a real game. Yeah. They didn't want the free win that you ended up being. Right. Um, I don't know. I I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm more hyped than I especially than I was last camp, because I I kind of went on a little bit of a Debbie Diner rant on it, which I think was fine. I, I think it was like valid and justified, but um I'm actually relatively high there's a good chance because i'm a sucker for theme and all of that that i do just buy into um even if i only do this battle force you know yeah. what i mean i i feel like there's scope that it's something that i would do so i i had said before i you know kind of had money earmarked for ewoks um buying into separatists or shatterpoint um and right now um Buying the Separatists is off the off the table, especially uh, because I'm buying all the X-wing starters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, boy, the Ewok stuff—just a little bit we see looks cool. It's definitely tempting. Yeah, it's just really my my special snowflake syndrome holding me back. I think you'll don't be a snowflake be. then. No, I, after week one, I think you will probably be a snowflake if you're still playing Ewoks. At least I hope. Right. This is a stupid statement now, but I think I'm going to stand by it. I hope they're terrible. <laughs> uh, if Ewoks are good, I'm out. I, I want them to be terrible. I want it to be the worst uphill battle of my life. I just want to like murder a few stormtroopers and then the planet explode. Oh, it all goes wrong, whatever. But uh, if it comes out and it's like you thought Blizzard Force were bad, we now bring you Bright Tree Village. Yeah, I'll but be a little yeah, disappointed. Yeah, but not very because I'll have, you, I'll have I'll have Chewbacca ATSD. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm in for the ATSD. So yeah. Um. Then we had just to close out the show on the last couple of spoilers. We saw pictures of the Gene Oceans, which I think are pretty cool models actually. Um. Very dynamic. Looks like a good variety of poses. Shouldn't be too hard to convert to have. Um, multiple different units so yeah well we we settled on we were hoping special forces right we didn't want to see him as yeah core. i i thought core would be just a little too i don't even know if silly is the right word but like i feel like to make them reason you would have to put other um like handicaps on them almost because flying core seems uh, like it would be a bit I much think, i think core would be fine if they do something with the extra pips like we have an x-wing where like they have two pips they're a core slot but you could only have two yeah i think that would be fine but yes that's probably the same concerns i have 
So you could give them their own faction identity symbol on the card and then have them um, have the separatist symbol as their only symbol so they don't have a battle force so you can but, only but heal them but not to... Yeah, and they can't take up the... It's already there. If that's how they do it, I'm a genius and I'll, yeah. I'll feel amazing. I should design all of the games. I'm so smart, SMRT. Yeah, that's uh, actually not like an impossible or unreasonable take. Yeah. Uh, we also got to see Seventh Sister and uh, Fifth Brother. Brother. Yep. Um, Which I yeah. I like. I The only thing I hope is that uh, that swoosh is an extra thing that we can put on. I'm yeah, we discussed the that. The um, uh, Seventh Sister's White Saber is obviously in motion spinning, and to sell it, they uh, added um, swooshies and like motion blur onto a lightsaber, and I think it's it's jarring because it's the only thing that has it in the game. Nothing outside I rec- recall anyway has any motion blur applied to it. So, because I think for that kind of thing, you you have to sell it with everything or nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they do more of it, then that's yeah. something that they could be doing going forward. But I'm just yeah. not a fan. That's fine. I'm not even going to go on my rant about Fifth Brother. I'm just going to end his pose. I'm just going to move on with that as the only reference to it. It's fine. <laughs> then we yeah, have... missed it last time, folks. Yeah. Clone Force 99. I'm a fan. Yeah, so looks... my, my hot take on this one was that I hope that um, the upgrade slots on them were like the extra trooper slot was shared by Crosser and Omega. Um, one of the things that I was worried about if they ever did this was I didn't really want to see Omega in the squad. I wanted it to be a more traditional, like, hardcore, like, I'm a grown-up, I want to play grown-up people games. But now that I see it, I'm like, yeah, this. I was wrong. Hold my hands up. Omega's a cool model. They all like the energy ball. And I'm pretty happy. Yep. Pretty exciting. And they did confirm somewhere that that's going to be a dual faction release for Gar and Rebels. Yeah, and then, um, Zach, if I remember correctly, you were talking about uh, potential ways you'd like to see him kind of mirror um, Inferno Squadron. Oh, yeah, just um, to be able to take that. I think that might be... Oh, boy, what was my breakdown? So it was like, I think Hunter will be a commander with a counterpart for Omega. Um, and then I was trying to figure out if the others would be like their own mini squad or if you would be able to like add, um, or if like one would be an operative or you would add them to add them as heavy weapons to other clone squads. Although I'm, I'm less in on that idea now than I was, but we'll see. Yeah. I'll be curious to see how they separate echo and tech because I always have trouble telling them apart, like mechanically. Um, mechanically, I was going to say, well, one of them has got a robot arm. Right, uh, like, <laughs> like what what they are supposed to do in yeah, no, I get seem like the mechanical guy or the, you know the yeah. The what, what, guy. You think you think they both have ripper, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I I think I would give tech ripper and not echo. I think I don't know what I'd give to echo to be honest. It's an interesting one. Coordinate droid trooper. Yeah, yeah. I mean I would, but you <laughs> you wouldn't like it. Um, yeah, I I think that this is going to be a box that is not in stock. Yeah, I think that that's a safe assumption. 
because people are going to buy this pack regardless of if they play or not. Yeah. So this is going to be like Mando is done. You know, you're not. It's not going to be back until they print more because it just sold. Yeah. Because yeah, it's got so, Mando and Grogu. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, I think this is the same kind of. I th- the nice sculpts, the well posed, that looks like a cool box. Mm-hmm. I I think if you want this, get your special orders in. Would be my uh, my advice for people. The good news is, Chris, you already have. I don't know if you remember this. You have a clone army already. I do. Uh, it should be a way of being built as we speak. That's but, right. That's you know, right. At some at some point, it will be being assembled for me so that I can start painting it. Wait. I have a music recommendation because I know that's what people come to our uh, uh, come to our podcast for. By the Devil Makes Three. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a good song. You should, should listen to it. It's pretty chill. Yeah. Well, well, on that bombshell, I suppose we can call it a show.